Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. You've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Thanks for joining us today. We are excited for the, you know, every time every tar- time we start a show, I say we're excited about what we're going to talk about. And I really mean that because um, every day we hope and pray before we start the show that what we say, what we bring out of our guests is going to meet your needs as the listeners. So thank you for joining us. I just want to remind you that we are on all the social media platforms. So please connect with us there. Not only for I work for him, but she works for him and I retire for him as well. So many Christ-centered leaders of organizations all over this great country are overwhelmed by the needs of their people. The hurt that their people bring to the workplace can be so daunting that their people just can't get past it. As leaders, they can't find enough time to minister to their people, and sometimes people just crack and fall apart. How can we stop this? How can we, as followers of Jesus, bring healing to the workplace on a massive scale? I think the answer is duplicating ourselves with our people. Since cloning and duplication doesn't work, how about the next best thing? Marketplace chaplaincy. Chaplains whose job is the emotional needs of the people. Chaplains who listen and befriend. Chaplains who represent Almighty God to everyone in your workplace, whether they believe in Him or not. This is such an amazing opportunity for every business and organization out there. Why aren't there more? Why isn't chaplaincy exploding in the places where Christ followers are in charge? We're going to find out today, and we're, going to, as we hear, and we're going to hear from some chaplains that are out in the field. Jason Brown is here today with, from Marketplace Chaplains, and he's brought along a couple of chaplain friends, too. Jason Brown, welcome back to I Work For Him. Oh, it's an honor, Jim and Martha. Always great to see and hear your smiling faces and uh, how you uh, bring so much enthusiasm to kingdom work in the world's largest mission field, the workplace. That's right. All right, so Jason. We haven't had you on in a while. Tell us what God's been uh, teaching you recently. That it's all about him. <laughs> that um, there, as we become more educated, we have more access to data and research and progressivism and all that. Just like when Peter and John were in front of the Sanhedrin or others, they didn't argue against the world system with uh, human uh, intellect or past experiences. It was about Jesus and, and relying on the Holy Spirit. And so as we become larger and we think very good at what we do and God's blessing our ministry and with a reach, um, you know, we have to continually uh, put it back on, onto him. Um, and, and number one, always give him the glory. Do not touch God's glory about what he's doing. Do not touch God's glory. Wow, that's a great way to say it. Thank you for sharing that. So tell us what being a Marketplace Chaplain is all about. Yeah, um, you you mentioned kind of the the issue in the workplaces. People, we all live in a world of ambiguity these days. What's up? What's down? Vaccines? I mean, it's just immense and it's piling on faster than ever before. And even before COVID. the Harvard Business Review did a study in the workplace and people were more isolated and depressed than ever. Um, and suicide rates were really going through the roof. And so a, 
Chaplain, by the way, um, there's no biblical reference to the position of chaplain. That came later. Now, there's a lot of references to people that did chaplain work, i.e., my, my favorite one is the person that was lame and Jesus was in a house teaching and it was so crowded, you know, he couldn't get in to see him. So what did four guys do? They, they took him up on the roof and cut a hole and lowered him down. So I say those were the first four chaplains. They get people to Jesus to get healed in whatever their circumstance is. But uh, chaplains have long served in the military. Um, and, and chaplains, as you know, they're on the front lines. They're out there with the soldiers on the ships, at the airfields, in the battlefields, where the, the soldiers are, you know, scared, worried about their family back home, wounded, bleeding, dying. And, and they, need, they need somebody to care for them emotionally, as you mentioned, but also Spiritually, and you all know in battle, there's that old saying, uh, there's no such thing as atheists and foxholes. Hmm. Um, and Jim, you said that as a lot of people don't even believe in God. Well, 92% of the people do believe in God, but 70 or 80% do not have a regular connection to a sp- spiritual or religious uh, organization for ongoing support and discipleship. So chaplains, we took that to the workplace uh, coming on our 40th year. And we come in on behalf of company owners to tell employees working from home over the road or at a factory or down in a a potash mine that, hey, you're loved and cared for. Why did you first get started with Marketplace Chaplains? Well, I had a storied career in um, uh, business and real estate and professional sports, but also a call to more vocational ministry. There's no such thing as sacred, secular divide and part-time ministry. Everybody that's a believer is in, is in ministry, but it was a perfect combination to blend uh, my sense to go further and use my sales and marketing gifts and talents God had given me. Uh, many experiences going all over the country to um, help grow workplace chaplaincy. So, it, it, you know, it's not, it's not going to work every Sunday at five o'clock. I, I say, boy, I can't wait to get to Marketplace tomorrow. Mm, love that. So tell us what kind of impact you're seeing in the lives of people that have a chaplain in their workplace. Yeah. Um, and here recently, the usage has gone way up. People mm-hmm. that have not ever used their chaplain at work, you know, eight or nine years, they're now reaching out because there's real crisis in people's lives. So, you know, I think last year we helped avert about 500 suicides. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, you know, the old adage, don't tell me how much you know until you show me how much you care. So we show up and demonstrate God's unconditional love uh, to people, regardless of their background, atheist, Methodist, or Muslim. They all have problems. They have personal issues. Uh, They care about their rebellious teenagers, their mother they're going to have to put in a senior living home, co-workers, finances, stress. We get sick. We all have we all have stuff. And as Jim said, you can't just drop that off when you walk into work or turn on your computer. It, it's there. So the chaplain helps take that away. Um, we've seen a, a huge increase in usage, which then leads to the opportunity to share the good news of the gospel. So our, our gospel presentations are up. The number of chaplains sharing the gospel is up. The number of people accepting Christ. And, and then as important, you know, we're not church at work. So we're connecting people uh, back to a local New Testament f- fellowship. So those numbers are, are rising as well. And then 
for Christians at work, we want to encourage them to share their faith at sure. work. You know, they're the best discipler of a coworker in the cubicle next door. So. Jason, before we run out of time in the segment, really just talk about the benefit to the company. When a company yeah. or organization brings in a chaplain, do they see an impact too as an organization? Yeah, I like to say there's a 3X ROI with workplace chaplaincy. There's business, cultural, and spiritual. Um, and by the way, we use chaplain care teams. So even a workplace with 10 people, if they have three females, there'll be a female chaplain uh, to, to tend to them. And also all the bilinguals. We're in, have our stuff translated into about eight languages now. So that's pretty cool wow. because you really want to minister to people in their heart language. So the, the, we talked about the spiritual ROI. The cultural ROI is, hey, we want to have a caring workplace, a place that's family-oriented, friendly, safe. All that happens, but there is real business ROI. We've had some of our large corporations do studies, and the um, decreases in presenteeism, decreases in absences, in uh, unnecessary turnover, in, or they call it involuntary turnover. People just walk off the job. Uh, workplace violence, you know, um, grief, uh, helping people through grief and memorials. There, you know, when people tell their owners, you know, I was thinking about leaving. This happened at Barnhart Crane not too long ago. The way we responded to a family over a tragic accident, they told their manager, I was thinking about leaving but because, you know, you guys at Barnhart care enough about us to have a, a care team. We're going to stick with Barnhart. So, wow. you know, attracting and retaining top talent is key for businesses these days in this, mm -hmm. in this great resignation we're in the middle of. Mm. And I know you've been in the trenches, but we're going to bring in some people in the next couple of segments that are in the trenches on a day-to-day -day yeah. basis. You're listening to I Work For Him as we talk about marketplace chaplains. Check them out online, mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. We'll be right back. You know the kind of person that always tells you about the latest trends or the special deals around town? Well, lean in because here's a message from that kind of person. The Awaken Podcast Network is the place to be. Go to awakenpodcastnetwork.com and unlock God's purpose for your work with help from some friends. You will find a gathering place of podcasts that provide simple tools, faith stories, and conversations that will inspire and equip you to vibrantly live out your faith in your work today. Go ahead, check out awakenpodcastnetwork.com and then be that kind of person and tell a friend. Hey, welcome back to I Work Room. As we're talking Marketplace Chaplaincy today with our friends at Marketplace Chaplains online, mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. Jason Brown, great conversation. Appreciate your insights into chaplaincy. Now, you've got a chaplain who's in the field each and every day, uh, changing lives. Uh, why don't you introduce who you brought with us today? Yeah, one of them is Patty Warman. Um, she is also now one of our executive recruiters to help find more chaplains because that is a, a growing need mm -hmm. because, you know, we have over a, a 150 full-time people that do chaplain management behind the scenes. But before they got into that role, we were all chaplains. We were already doing chaplain work. We're, we already worked at places in, in the business world and had a heart to care for people. And um, you got to kind of know that before you can lead or manage it or train it or hire somebody for that. So. Patty's one of those special people that brings a wealth of uh, business experience and ministry experience. And that's what we try to find is that unique blend so that we can go out and uh, make connections and relationships uh, to serve employees. So it's uh, my privilege to have Patty join us today. Oh, welcome, Patty. Yes, welcome. So, Patty, we want to hear from you. Why first did you choose to ever become a chaplain? 
Well, thank you guys. I'm privileged to be here today and I'm really privileged to be a part of Marketplace Chaplains. I, um, when I heard about Marketplace Chaplains coming from corporate America, I was like, oh, I want to do just that because I'm trying to do that as an HR professional in the workplace. And, and uh, I want to be a part of this. I want to be reaching people and caring for them right where they're at and really having that intentional focus. So that's why I chose to, to be a part of this. And I can imagine, and I'm sure we'll talk about, and we already have with Jason, like the impact that chaplaincy has on people, but how has it impacted you as a chaplain out there um, every day? Truly, my heart has been moved each and every day, Um, you know, on personal stories that I've experienced, as well as hearing the other chaplain stories of people who um, are just really hurting and fearful and and we come in and we have a ministry of presence and, um, and something just uh, falls off of them when they experience that great love and encouragement and, and just to uh, feel the presence of the Lord, the ministry of presence. So uh, it truly has blessed, blessed me. So talk about the impact on your life. Uh, you know, you, you've been in chaplaincy, now you're recruiting chaplains and you're trying to draw people in. How has it impacted you? Well, it really makes you think about the intentionality of your calling. What has God really called us to as Christians, as believers, especially for such a time as this, um, the days that we're living in today? So um, I, I, it's really changed me in looking at uh, the situations that are happening around our world differently, looking at our approach and how we approach people. Um, really uh, just putting more emphasis on really loving them uh, and encouraging them in the space that they're in today without having our own agenda, but just really listening and tuning in. So it's really changed me in that way. You know, so I can can imagine that there are people that um, can't even imagine what this would look like, right? To For a chaplain to be involved in the life of somebody in their workplace. So why don't you just give us that little peek? What does that look like when a chaplain gets to spend some time with somebody in their workspace? Well, it's it's really such an honor that we get to go into these places of business while people are working and just connect with them. Just notice them. Everybody wants to be noticed. Everybody wants to be seen. And so we get to go in while they're working and just notice them. And over time, they just begin to sense that we really do care. And so we're really able to hone in on that and and provide that level of care for them. So we just walk through a workplace and and get to know them. And then we come back the next week and we know their names and we know that their dog just went to the vet or, you know, their mother is sick or their child's in a baseball tournament or whatever the case may be. And we're just connecting them and their world of what they're dealing with. You know, Jason said in the first segment, um, he made a comment about how there are people that have, are now engaging with the chaplains that maybe knew of them, maybe had, knew that they were aware, like you were saying, that they'd been noticed, that you'd created connection. But now as more people are in difficult times, are actually leaning into the chaplains. And um, I think it's just important to kind of, to highlight that, the fact that, that relationship has been building over time that I imagine there's a huge trust factor 
and um, the consistency that you bring into that space um, is something that a lot of us don't have another place like that. And um, I just I just get excited when I think about even though there's so many more people that maybe are struggling right now, that they actually have someone that they can go to. So I just I just felt like it was important to highlight that because it's not like you walk in that first day necessarily and have that relationship built, but your consistency in showing up and and um, like you said, be, that you notice them is what starts that process. Patty, what's the coolest thing you've seen God do through chaplaincy? Oh, wow. There's just so many stories, you but um, I one. really think <laughs> I, I, I really think that um, the coolest thing I've seen is someone's countenance shift in the moment um, when they're hurting, they're trying to work, they're fearful of losing their job. So um, specific young lady, you know, she's really being battered. She's a battered woman at home and, uh, and able to just go in and, and care for her and notice her countenance is off and just offer her some, some resources, some love, some encouragement, pray with her and just see the heaviness lifted off of her. Mm. Oh, that's a that's tough one. To so deal incredibly with. powerful. And that really kind of leads into this next thing I want to ask. And yes, it may be a little bit baited there, but is there a need for more female chaplains? Oh, very much so. There's a need for so many females. You know, we had the chaplain word just kind of takes on a, a male uh, thought mm-hmm. in everyone's mind. But um, we really, you know, females are going to connect to females. And even that example that I just gave you, it's not something that they are comfortable talking to a male chaplain about. Um, and so it really, um, it really gives a, just a, we have to have that presence there. We have to, you know, be there and, and be able to speak to the hearts of those individuals, be it female, male, bilingual, Spanish, uh, Japanese, whatever it is. And we're trying to do that and provide that on all the chaplain teams at every company. Patty, if somebody listening to the show today, uh, as it heads out across the airwaves and across the podcast waves, how does somebody become a chaplain? Where do they go to find out more? Well, they can go to our website at mchapusa.com. They're welcome to call in. We have a full recruiting team, uh, including myself. I'd love to talk to them, but we just really are looking for people who are called to do this. So definitely check it out. We have openings all over. Uh, the United States right now, we have almost 400 openings right now. So with all the exponential growth Jason spoke of, there's a great need um, to to add more people. And it's just a few hours a week. So uh, anyone can do it. Um, and we will do all the training. So mchapusa.com. All right. We'll be right back with more. And I work for him as we check out Marketplace Chaplains online, mchapusa.com. Thank you. Want to build a profitable side hustle that impacts people with truth and healing in themselves and in their leadership? Then look at becoming a certified leadership coach with Giant. Giant has been in the leadership space for over 13 years and has over 500 coaches in over 127 countries. Their coaches are being hired by Fortune 500 companies and organizations like I Work For Him. Martha and I took the Giant Sherpa training under one of these great coaches to become leaders worth following. 
Giant gives you everything you need to start your own coaching business from scratch, like hands-on training from top-level coaches, access to an all-in-one online platform to run your entire coaching business, and you get to join a thriving community of coaches around the world. To get started, Giant is hosting a coaching business workshop to help you learn how to build a successful coaching business. This workshop is 100% free, and you can reserve your spot by going to giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. If you're ready to impact people and get paid to do it, go to giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. That's giant.tv forward slash iWorkForHim. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him. As we're talking about chaplaincy, and the reason we're talking about it is that there is such a desperate need for more chaplains. That Marketplace Chaplains right now has a need of over 400 chaplains across the country. Check them out online, mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. Jason, you brought somebody else to share their story today. Who do you got? Well, I did, and it's a, a privilege and an honor to bring truly one of our superstars that's um, been called to serve with Marketplace and on the front lines and has anchored our Florida team for many, many years in the Orlando area with companies like Regal Boats and and others. So um, Roland's been a chaplain. He leads chaplains. He connects with company owners. Uh, but, you know, we have uh, 52 people across the country like Roland who oversees those areas. And it, and it makes it easy as we onboard these large companies and hundreds of companies, even smaller, larger public, that we really can deliver on what we say we can do. And it's because of people like Roland. So it's my privilege to have Roland Barlow join us uh, today. Hey, cool. Roland, welcome back to iWork, Fram, as we've covered your story years and years ago. Thank you. It's an honor to be back, Jim and Martha. So tell us why you chose to become a chaplain. I think the choice became clear as a calling as a result of even when I was a freshman in a Christian university where I realized I either needed to really uh, submit my will to God's will or just stop. <laughs> and uh, so one day found myself just uh, expressing that I was willing to do whatever, whenever, wherever that God would call me to do. And so while I was pastoring and the Lord had given us an opportunity to um, relocate and, and have a new campus and we were really blessed. The Lord was just working in my heart, what is outside the four walls of this church building? And it didn't take a rocket scientist to understand, well, people are at work, and uh, that's where we need to be finding ourselves as much as possible. So when I heard about uh, Marketplace Chaplains a few years later, it was kind of a no-brainer. Uh, this, is, this is a calling where uh, we can go and, and see people Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekend as well. So how would you say chaplaincy has impacted your life Personally, you know, I think all of us probably uh, related to church ministry have experienced the change that comes from a mission trip. You know, you come back. My first mission trip was to the Dominican Republic. Couldn't speak Spanish, but had those with me who could. And so when I got back, it had just really changed my perception on the world. Well, Marketplace Chaplains is an ongoing mission trip uh, day in and day out. We are going into what Jason mentioned earlier, the world's largest mission field. So it's a, it's a never-ending um, river of opportunity in, in, this, in this mission field. So I think for me, it's just that that's a tremendous impact day in and day out. So tell us what it looks like in your world when a chaplain intersects with the life of someone in the workplace. 
Well, I think it certainly starts with coming in with an anticipation that I'm going to build a relationship of trust with every person over time. And it does take time. And that begins by listening, uh, loving, caring, giving them hope, help. Um, but just yesterday morning, we I had a call from a company leader in Orlando that um, young man had been killed on a motorcycle uh, the night before uh, coming to work on the night shift. So we were able to dispatch chaplains just to be there with uh, the company employees that knew this young man, with the family of this young man. And, uh, and that came as a result of having a relationship of trust. And then this morning, before we began this podcast, I was on a, on a call with a, a hotel manager. Uh, many of the hotels we serve, we make ourselves available to uh, the guests as well. So he called and he said, hey, we have a gentleman here that we're really concerned about. He is a military vet, and we're kind of hitting our heads against the wall as to how to best help him. So I said, look, I have a, have a chaplain who is a, a vet, and um, I will uh, get him in touch with you. So right now, there's a chaplain who served in the military, meeting with a hotel guest, uh, just trying to determine how we can come alongside him and best help. So um, it's about relationship, as you've already heard. There's also these opportunities just to care in some unique ways. You know, and one of the things that makes me think about is that you have to have a pool of those chaplains with different experiences sometimes to actually meet those needs. I know we've talked about language. We've talked about um, male and female to to be there in the companies. So um, having someone with that background for that specific time was key to at least making it a better connection. So um, that's great that you were able to do that. Roland, can you imagine doing anything other than being a chaplain right now in your life? I really cannot. I mean, again, I still live with the idea, Lord, I'm willing to do whatever, whenever, wherever, but uh, I'm glad it's with Marketplace Chaplains. I can't think of doing anything different. Mm. Marketplace Chaplains online at mchapusa.com, mchapusa.com. Thank you, Roland Barlow. Jason Brown, as we close out the, the podcast for the day, you brought some amazing guests. The people listening are, are inspired by Roland's story and Patty's story, and maybe they really want to get in touch with you and become a chaplain, what should they do? Where should they go? Yeah, and, and I'm inspired, and, and I, it inspires me to go out and do more of what we do to get more companies just hearing those two stories from Roland. So uh, whether you're a company leader or in HR and want to provide this level of care for your company and all the employees you have and their family members, which we include at no charge, or you're sensing, hey, I could do that. And whether we have full and part-time positions available, just simply um, go to the website, uh, mchapusa.com or call our National Care Center, uh, 800-775-7657. We have 400 openings. We have plenty of capacity to serve more companies. And uh, people really do need need the help uh, today. So thank you, Jim and Martha, for uh, having us on. You bet. Check out Marketplace Chaplains online, mchapusa.com, whether you're a business owner or a leader. Or an organizational leader and you want to care to a deeper, take care to a deeper level in your organization, chaplaincy is the answer. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work work for him. him. Did you know that God has a calling on your life? It's true. He's called you to bring Jesus to the world. 
For some, that may look like a pulpit or a foreign mission field, but for most of us, it looks like a construction site, a cubicle, a hospital, or a classroom. Wherever it is that you work, live, volunteer, and invest, that is your mission field. To learn more about integrating your faith into your work and retirement, check out our books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him by going to iworkforhim.com slash bookstore. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.